Yo, so the opinions and views expressed on this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating and bachelor. This episode, we're covering a big paradise breakup. Oh, some Taylor Swift Easter eggs. Oh, and an old daddy. Oh, and this is episode 265. Let's go. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Everybody new, everybody old and everyone in between. What up? Um, you know, we get into that Bachelor Nation stuff. There's a lot to get to this week. But before we get into that, Veronica, hello. How's Hi. it going? How are you? What's been going on with you? You know, last week was a busy, busy week for your gal. Um, I did with work. I had to be at the, the Google offices here in Midtown Atlanta. And I just so happened to be across the street from the... Uh, mass shooting that made the news oh, here man. in Atlanta this past week. So, so how, was, how did uh, that like affect your life that day? Um, well, we were locked down in our building. We were all the way up on the 24th floor um, and we like couldn't really finish most of our different meetings. We were like set up with Google to do like a bunch of different like meetings with them and then we kind of had to set up like a satellite newsroom until they let us out and then um yeah but it was crazy because like a lot of people have my location um on find my friends and so i had so many people texting me being all like um i see your little find my friends dot like literally on top of where the shooting is like are you good um and i was like yeah i am good but i they like literally made us like move away from the windows and everything but um it was just crazy because then we were like peering out our windows from our little corner uh room and seeing like all the action happening below us um well i'm glad you're safe yes thank you uh crazy stuff and then the day after that i went up to north georgia to blue ridge for a work retreat um which was a lot of fun and then uh i went straight from there to the airport to head to columbus ohio for my youngest brother jack's graduation from the Ohio State University. Yeah, let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> How was that? It was um, it was good. It was good to see my family and everything. And then technically, uh, my brothers and I were going to go like meet up with my parents to go to the actual ceremony. Because how Ohio State does it is that they have everybody graduates at the same time in their giant um, football stadium. Mm-hmm. And it had been raining and shit all morning, and it was just kind of gross. So my parents pretty much told us not to come. And so we watched the live stream of it and then, like, got him, like, some Prosecco and stuff to pop when he got back. And we took all the pictures when they got back from the actual ceremony. And my mom and dad had drove up, like, Italian sausage and Italian beef and baked masticcioli for us to all have. So that was tasty. And we did, like, a little kegger at his little college house the day prior. So it was a lot of fun. What you went to the kegger? Yeah, we were all there. Nice. Was what like all of his friends were there getting lit? Yeah, his friends and his friends' families and stuff like that. Did you guys so. do the whole like like um 
um, like beer pong and flip cup and we keg played, stands. Um, did, chandelier. Did your mom for, do a, you like know, a beer funnel? There was some of those, but I, I I didn't do I didn't do it. I don't I don't think any of my family did it. But, uh-huh. um, but yeah, no, we did boom cup, chandelier, however, whatever you want to call it. Um, which was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. It's always nice to see the fam, right? It is indeed. Yeah. But what about you, pal? Uh, well, I, uh, I've been kind of really busy with this, um, short film that I've been shooting the last couple, like pretty much last week. So, uh, it's been, it's been funny with like auditions because I, I've been in this zone where I'm like. I'll go for an audition, even if it's like something that I don't think I'd be good at or whatever, but it's also like freeing, you know, because like you get to, I'm just trying to go into these auditions now with, uh, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, people are going to be like, no, like I'm a positive person. So people will be like, no, you got to be more positive and manifest like these things. But I just, (laughs) I don't know, like these days I, I don't, I don't know how much, I, I'm, I'm like going into like manifestation and all that stuff. Like, you know, I have my goals and like intentions and stuff, but especially with auditions, like I kind of try to go into them, um, without, I'll be like, I'm not going to get this. Like, you know, so it kind Mm. of is freeing and Mm. I can like experiment and have more fun and be less like, you know, you know, I think it's just as I'm going on and and acting and doing this a lot more, I just remember earlier on, you want to nail an audition, you know, you want to do it the right way. But if you really think about it, these, these casting directors are going to be getting all these auditions from people and they're all like, probably going to look the same you know right you because everyone's trying to do it like correct like nail it and uh last week was a a a rare week where like both of these auditions i did that i was like i'm not gonna get i'm not going for this um i ended up getting both of them and oh my god uh, yeah like the first one was this like i'm this was the short film i just spent like the last like four days like working on and stuff but it was like a legit production whole crew and like nice everything was dope um but it was this like uh it's the story about uh like uh like an indian family that essentially there's just like traditional you know uh chauvinistic like stuff going Mm -hmm. on like you know and just and and what women will have to deal with in in those type of scenarios and stuff so i had to play like this asshole indian guy but i've never (laughs) been like one to do the accent or like to really be traditional myself so the first time I did the audition, I, I literally just did it in my regular voice. I was just like, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Master and None, but there's like an, the first episode where he's like auditioning for things. And, you know, because we're Indian, you know, we get these roles and he's like, right. I refuse to do the accent. And then there's other people that are like his friends that are like Indian and stuff like and and they'll be like, oh, I'll do the accent. And they get booked for the roles every time. Like, but it's That's like, hilarious. yeah, you know, but. So I just, the first audition I did, I just did it in my regular voice. And then they were like, well, could you, you know, I've never had them come back to me and be like, can you uh, send another tape? Like, but instead take out your earrings and do it with the accent. And I'm like, oh my God. So like over the last like week, I've been, you know, straight talking, you know, like with an Indian accent, like the best I've like can recollect from my family and from just, you know, whatever's in me and stuff. But, (laughs) you know, it almost gets to the point where you don't want to be like, you know, like making fun of it or anything like that. So there's like a a balance, you know. Yeah. But I mean, like you at least like sort of get 
the ability to do it because it's like you can kind of like reclaim it in a way. Oh, totally. Know? But I mean, there's also like like the balance of like actual Indian people watching it and mm. being like, what is this accent? You know. <laughs> so it's been it's been like one of the like hardest things I've had to do recently because like you know I'm trying to um and I'm 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 trying to go into stuff that I'm scared to do. You know, it right. was very, I was like, and then I got it and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe like they booked me for this thing. And That's amazing though. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, you know, and it, it flexed my skills that like, you know, I, these are the type of roles I might get booked for, you know, because of, you know, my ethnicity, the, the color of my skin and, you know, how I look and stuff. So just adding that to like, you know, things I can do is, is a good thing. So knowing that I could do it. Um, it's just like, you know, there's the director, she's, you know, tr she has an accent, like most of the actors that like, you know, probably have both their parents that's like have accents and stuff. Okay. So I was, I was feeling like the odd man out, although like my acting skills are, are great, I think, but it's just like having the added pressure of like thinking about an accent and trying to be natural. And right. So it'll be interesting to see how this ends up coming out. But she, like, you know, the director was awesome and she just really helped me like, you know, pronunciation of names and stuff like, so it's just, it was, it was, it was an interesting couple days like on set, but, um, I survived, you know, like, and it's just another example of those weeks or those days where you feel like you're like, how am I going to get through today? Like what, like right. this is going to be horrible. Like, you know, not like horrible, but you know, I don't know. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. You but always end up surviving. So that's all I'm trying yeah. to say. So, you know, try things. And even if you just think like, even if it's bad, like at least you tried it, you know? So yeah, that was my last week. And then on top of that, I went to go to a, a play that I actually saw our, our mutual friend, Maggie, um, compadre of the show. She was at the show too, that I was at on Friday night. Oh yeah, because I, I think her friend Callie was in it. Yeah. Yeah. Callie is an actor, an, an actor that, you know, we met at that, um, murder mystery party. At, uh yeah, Maggie and Rachel's birthday party. Yeah, so um, it was great to see. She did a great job. And then also my friend Sydney was in it. She did a great job. So it's just always cool to support those type of things um, and seeing different theaters here in the right. area and stuff. So that was really cool. But uh, yeah, that's just like a lot of my acting stuff that I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Oh, and then the other audition that I tried for that I was like, I'm not going to get this was like this professor role. And <laughs> in the audition... It's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like a, like the scene keeps playing over and over again. So it just shows different instances where this professor is, 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 is saying hi to this character. Like, hi, Flash. How was your weekend? Hey, Flash, what'd you do this weekend? Like one of those <laughs> things, like a montage of that. So yeah. as I was doing that audition, uh, like I get these little flies. I don't know if you get them too, but like in your plants and stuff that kind of come yeah. out of them. Sometimes they'll get away from the plants and like start flying because the lights are on for my audition and they fly like flew in my face. So in the middle of my audition, I'm just like, God damn it, this flies in my face. And I just like went back into my dialogue and me and my friend who was reading for me, he was like, we watched it and we couldn't stop laughing at it over and over again <laughs> and stuff. He was like, dude, this is the take you got to send in. And you I'm just like, got to send it in. Send yeah. that one in. And, and. And that was the one that got me booked for that role. So That's I was amazing. like, I'm like starting to be like, man, just don't even overthink this stuff. Like get the you lines down as best as you it. can. And yeah, just send it. So a uh, great week of acting for me and, and, and all that. So I just, 
obviously you can tell I'm excited riding off the high of being on set. So that's awesome though. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But enough with all that, you know, why don't we, why don't we talk about what we like to do around here? You know what I'm saying? Cause it's that time we talk about bachelor stuff on our show and more. Um, but before we get into all that, this show provides all the Bachelor and reality TV drama you've been missing while we're in the off season of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, or whatever show's coming next. It's The Bachelorette. We know that, but it, mm-hmm. it's written down like this. Um, but before we get talking about Bachelor YouTube, why don't you go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, what? No. Yeah, huge shout out to you. <laughs> Air horns for you. Uh, you know, we like to shout out the people that leave comments on our videos. Uh, so last week we had some of the OG um, Nancy Drew crew come into the comments. We had uh, Catherine Ann, uh, Ch- uh, Kathleen Kent, and uh, Marion SP. But Chelsea Allen, where you where you at this week? Where we you miss at, you. Girl? I mean, we got the rest of them repping the crew. So, and then returning, we got Livy Burke in the in the comments, and she let us know that you were right. It was Livy, short for Olivia. So, uh, Damn, yeah, I love being right. Yeah, we got the crew. So, uh, yeah, if you want to shout out on the next episode, all you got to do is just leave a comment and leave a dope comment because if it's dope enough, we're gonna make you comment of the week. Um, you know, there wasn't anything that like anyone left Stood a comment. Out. You know, I love when people just say what's up and all that stuff, but. You you know, if you have like a, a thought that you want us to expand on, leave that in the comments and it could be comment of the week. Um, so uh, we can we can talk about that a little bit. But V, why don't we get into what's going on in Bachelor Nation this week? What's going on? Well, the biggest news I will say out of Bachelor Nation is a, a couple I really thought was Endgame. Like I really thought they were, you know, the the couple and they were probably I, I would think, you know, one of the more solid couples from this past season of bachelor in paradise have ended their engagement and that is brandon jones and serene russell they've been together i think for like 10 ish months Um, not a long time you would think they would at least make it a year what it's it's interesting to me because like you know they not long after getting off the show when they were doing all the press, like right after the show and being engaged and stuff, they did talk about, um, you know, the change from being together for like long filming days, like, you know, like 17, 20 hour day, something, you know, crazy shit like that being together for like long filming days, like, you know, for two weeks straight or however long bachelor in paradise is. And then, you know, that shifting and then having to deal with like things outside of that paradise bubble. Um, Do we know exactly what happened or we just kind of like thinking like it's just, it just fizzled out. I'm guessing there's just maybe like some things that they couldn't, that they weren't able to, you know, work out because from, from their post, it seems like they're both hurting. Like they made a little joint Instagram post and it said that after many months, who's, you who's know, hurting more? I don't, I, I don't know. What a question. I would have to say it's probably Brandon. Um, I don't see just, all right. This is my opinion of, of right. what I saw on bachelor in paradise, what I saw of Brandon and, um, 
And also Serene just being beautiful as hell. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting a girl like Serene, you know, on paper, th- things always look better on paper, right? So it's like, you know, you get you get the announcements of these cast members from this like latest seasons that year, and then they're going on Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe they're in each other's circles, seeing each other vibing. Everyone's right. kind of off of a high of like, ooh, that's that person from this season. I don't really know them yet, but they're all this little stardom happening in that first year. And then you go on Bachelor in Paradise, and it's it's I think we've talked about it in the past, but it's like going on vacation for like a week or two and meeting someone out there on like the first night. And then you guys are hanging out the whole week. Yeah. And it's like a it, vacation fling. Yeah, but like exactly. On steroids. Exactly. And it's like a very like, I mean, you know, very lovey-dovey stage, almost like this is it's, it's a high, you know, and yeah. you don't want it to ever end. So there's like that aspect of it. Um you know, just what I noticed, it was almost like it was like uh, he, he caught a firefly in a jar and just wasn't going to let it go. Right. That's the way I kind of like saw Brandon and Serene. Like, I mean, obviously she was very, you know, uh, she uh, reciprocated, you know, oh, yeah, th- that type sure. of love and stuff. But I don't know. Like, it just it just seemed the way Brandon talked. It was almost I hate to say the word, but it was almost like. It's just because I don't know a better word for it, but the word goes around these days, like kind of like simping for people. And I don't know if that's like the right term for this. But I mean, it, I think he definitely was a simp for her. Yeah. Like he was going over over the top. Like it was it was just and I would, too, if I got like Serene, probably. So I'm not just saying this is something he do. But yeah, no, I don't think that's a bad thing to say, really. Yeah, and when you're dealing with like uh, when you're dealing with people like influencers like this and stuff, you know, you're going to have uh, some people maybe being like more popular out there, especially when you're back in the real world. Like you're maybe getting attention from these guys or you're getting attention from these girls and everyone loves you and stuff. And it just starts kind of like coming in between. Maybe you start getting a little jealous. Maybe it starts like that jealousy starts turning into like something unattractive. Mm. I don't know. Like, there's a balance. There's there's a balance. Balance is like a, a huge word of today's episode. But there's a balance uh, in in you know being totally in love with someone, but also you want to miss someone too, right? Right. I I definitely agree with that because like I feel like I'm someone like in my relationships. I've definitely been like I like consistent communication, but like I'm okay with not having to like be you know, attached to somebody's hip. Like I do truly like, I like the idea of missing someone like Ariana Grande song, NASA um, really speaks to me. Cause it's all about like, I need some space. Like I want to like miss you, whatever mm-hmm. kind of idea. And I think, I think, you know, when you're in these sort of situations like bachelor in paradise, where you have no change, like you're just like literally tied to each other. And they especially were like on top of each other, the entire, the entire time together. Like they connected from the jump and didn't like ever really waver um i think you know you get into the real world and then things look different and then you're getting a lot of pressure from a lot of different places like i mean they were trying to be pressuring them into like mirroring them right on the show like at the after show well they like the producers know more than anything that they're off the high of the show it's like let's let's stoke this fire maybe we can make it into like something huge you know right and (laughs) 
I mean, and they like, you know, volleyed that back and so that they wanted to do it with their families. Their families would never forgive them. They're going to get married in 2024. And they were like, really like they talked in some interviews about like planning that and figuring out what time of year. And then I just it is interesting to like see that go from all that. And I guess I haven't like really checked on their stuff up until this news popping up now. But or recently, I feel like there had been pictures of them maybe several months back um, being together and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I just I want to know if like there's anything that came down or if there's just maybe some like differences that they couldn't they couldn't mesh. Like maybe they just really realized they're like maybe we aren't the right people for each other. Yeah. Which just and I actually crazy. totally I totally respect that, actually, because it's right. like. You know, you could totally, and that's why it's like, I respect it because maybe it didn't make it a year. Maybe they weren't trying to hit these milestones. It was just like, you know, as much a pressure as it is on like a, a bachelor nation couple to stay together because right. it's, it's, it's lucrative and, you know, opportunities come inside of bachelor nation if you're like royalty and, you know, but I don't know. It just seemed like also bachelor like nation not like uh, us on our side maybe more of like the producers and creators mm -hmm. they weren't really pushing them like i didn't really see them like you know i feel like they got bored by them because they were just so solid and not really like toxic yeah and so i feel like maybe they didn't like try to push them as much as like some of these other love stories or some of these other things because and plus their season had like a lot of couples i felt like um well, maybe not as many than the season before that, but they had like a decent amount and they had other drama and things. So I feel like maybe uh, with the whole like swappy swappy that I think, you know, they wanted to like really try to milk, like look what they overcame. But for them, they were just so solid. Like there wasn't even like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just weren't dramatic enough for them. Yeah. I mean, I maybe they were also too on top of what their image looked like, mm -hmm. you know, Honestly, it didn't look natural. Like, I'll tell you what, like, to me, their love story didn't seem natural to me. Like, it was like it the just, show started and they were together. Like, you know, it they were very lovey-dovey. Like, I definitely, I, I don't think, like, I can relate to that that much. I just think that's just not how I process those like Serena, Like, Serena and Joe. Yeah. Oh, am I calling her Serena? Serene. Serena and Joe, you know, you could see their story happen. Now, on top right. of that, you have, like, Kendall coming in and trying right. to, like, the, you well, know. Well, that's the thing. It's, like, that's, like, that adds to it. And I think in these situations, we're used to some area of conflict to make Ooh, it make What sense if this to... is all a plot to get them back on the beach to do something similar? but I don't know. That'd be crazy. I mean, but it wouldn't. I mean, uh, to me, I feel like this, they do this type of stuff to get a trip to the beach and be on TV and get another year of like, you know, followers or something like that. I, I, I don't know. I, I would see that happening, but we'll have to see I know, how but that doesn't seem their style, like them specifically. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I guess it's sad news in Bachelor Nation. Everyone assumed they were going to be together forever. I don't know. Maybe it's just me to go back to my original point, but it just seemed like Brandon was just like head over heels. Like, oh yeah, you know. he's definitely, but that's, that's even how he was on Michelle's season. Like that is his 
vibe. He's like a little lovesick puppy. Right, right. And I f- sometimes feel like the slow burn is is a beautiful thing, you know? Um, I know specifically, and and I, I, I can get, we're all in relationships. We can get sick of our partners sometimes. Like, it's just like, you know, we're on top of each other. We're annoyed sometimes with different things. But, you know, here it is. She flew out for, like, my girlfriend flew out for a day. And, you know, I find myself missing her just because, like, she's gone for a day. And, you know, those are, that's, that's kind of what I mean, like, you know, that me having my own hobbies and, and being very busy with acting and doing all this stuff right. gives her space to focus on her improv or, you know, trying to pass um, classes and certifications. And at the end of it all, like, I, sometimes I'll be like, man, am I so busy that I'm not like seeing her so much? But it's like, I don't know. I look forward to like seeing someone when you kind of have like things in between that are kind of, you know, you have your own life as well. You know, right. uh, some people I, I might agree. disagree. Maybe they want to be on top of each other with their partner all the time doing everything. Some people do. Not my style, but right. some people do. Well, um, I, I would have to say, uh, yeah, I hope, you know, the best for both of them. I'm I'm sure they'll both be fine. They're both good looking people with good personalities. So, um, yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes. Uh, anything. What What's going else? What else is going on? A different, much smaller scale breakup. There was a couple who got together who uh in bachelor nation that we talked about like i think it was either earlier this year or late last year um but it's spencer who was taisha's first impression rose and who then ended up not making it much further um and uh Samantha Jeffries, she was on Clayton's season, um, and they they recently broke up as well. They just they were an attractive looking couple too, but you you didn't hear much about them. They were they were an interesting little meetup. But um, couples could be forming as we speak uh, over in Canada because mm-hmm. the premiere of Canada uh, Bachelor in Paradise season two happened this past week. Um, it looks like. It, I, it looks almost like they shoot it semi-different or light it or something different. Like, the, the trailer that I watch, like, didn't feel as bachelory, Or maybe it's just because, like, they don't lean into the goofiness as much. It felt a little bit more, like, messy and spicy. Um, and it definitely looks interesting. I guess the host is, she is from Juan Pablo season. And then they have um, Kevin who was on bachelor in paradise season five, they have him in there as the bartender. Um, and that's on city TV, which, you know, if you want, because he's from be- Canada, right? Huh? Cause he's yeah, from, he is Canada. from Canada. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, they got like, I think what they're doing is trying to bring over, you know, like character, like Demi is going to be in this season of Bachelor. Yeah. Demi's going to arrive on the beach. They have like, they start off with some like actual, like, folks from the America seasons and stuff like that, like Katsu Connor and um, what's the tall model one? What's her name? Chelsea, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got some of those folks, some or, and then some of like the lesser known folks from like Michelle's and Katie seasons and stuff like that. So definitely they're picking from like the random. I wish I could be like a Canadian that watches Bachelor canada and all the other ones and then seeing like really feeling like what it's like to have like the american show bleed into ours like is it exciting do they like it 
do they or are they like whatever yeah like they're like who are these people like just kind of like when uh, like but don't do you think they probably also watch like our regular batch like our regular that's what I'm, I'm saying like i wish i could be like a, a true canadian just for this perspective yeah, of the bachelor. i know because like so. you know when we have other people like like no like i like the foreign people coming into ours but they just don't seem like they are as appealing to our American cast, you know, like sometimes they are. I feel like sometimes the dudes are because the girls will be like the accent. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, in that sense, but they're but, not as incestual. I feel like some of this shit really thrives off of being like incestual. Like you're already in the shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just funny how Bachelor Nation is is separated by countries and. And all that stuff too. Like it just you don't see too much bleed like through from the whole franchise. You know, like the challenge, MTV's the challenge. Now it's it's Paramount. Um it's CBS like has it and all that stuff. So they're doing like world things and crossovers and stuff. So it's oh, wow. like you're get getting people from other countries um, you know, bleeding into the actual show and stuff where it just kind mm. of expands the whole, you know, universe of, of that show. Um but I mean, we're talking about Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Maybe maybe next break we should start watching them and and and. I know we need to get like a VPN. Yeah, I mean, I, I could send you a link. Uh, but yeah, we'll 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 look into that because then we have like one of our uh, commenters asking about doing Bachelor. In yeah, Paradise. they did. Yeah, so that might be fun. Uh, okay, well, uh, anything else going on? What's going on, Bachelor Nation? Yep. There was just, you know, it was a big weekend for, you know, Bachelor Nation home base of Nashville, which I feel like a lot of them are there. A lot of them are in San Diego, whatever. But uh, we had Taylor Swift's Nashville shows were this past weekend, which one of them was like rain delayed, storm delayed. And she didn't end it until like nearly 2 a.m. That a bunch of, you know, Bachelor Nation Nashville folks like Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick and uh, Victoria Fuller and um, Greg Grippo and a bunch of those folks went to that as well as some of those similarly based folks went to the Kentucky Derby this past week as well um, since you know pretty close so it's, it's funny to think that there's like truly like these pockets of Bachelor Nation and Nashville is definitely a big one as well as like LA San Diego area yeah I mean why Nashville you think I feel like I don't know why that's become like, I feel like that was like kind of the first, like LA makes sense. I feel like a bunch of them move out to LA, but for some reason, I feel like a lot of them end up in Nashville. I think some of them who are trying to be musicians, I think some of them who, I don't know, maybe still want to feel like a, a big fish in a little pond just because Nashville, I mean, it's growing a ton now, but it wasn't as big as it is now. And I just think it it's easier to be like the, you know, hot thing. Yeah. I feel like there's areas that are like expanding outside of California that are, are similar to like the LA vibe, like their own thing though. Like, you know, Atlanta, I feel like is growing like that. Nashville's growing like that. Houston's growing like that. Like, you know, there's these different areas and that's cool because it's like, now you can be like, all right, I'm, I like the vibes here, but I want to switch it up. So you go to somewhere else, you know, um, Nashville is still like pretty reasonably, you can get to things still too. Like, you know, it's like two hours from here. Right. Well, it's, yeah, it's like three-ish, four-ish hours. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's nothing. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Taylor Swift, man, making her rounds. People, people really loving 
that Taylor Swift, she's so hot right now. Um, I mean, her show is supposed to be incredible. So Really? Yeah, I'm sad that I missed it. I'm sad I, I had to sell my ticket off, but damn. Uh, did you make a? Did you make any money? Well, no, because I just gave it. I like sold it to a friend, so then it was more like the money was the same. Damn. Because that 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 was a that's a money making ticket right there. If you couldn't go, oh yeah, um, I sold it to Kate. I so uh, fair enough. She ended up going like with the our friends yeah so. makes sense uh well yeah that's what's up uh that's pretty much it for bachelor nation stuff right yep the only other thing that i was seeing was like uh uh clayton was talking about being interested in jess from uh from this last Isn't season he engaged to his man clayton oh did i say Clayton, no, not Clayton. I guess I thought about what's his name. What's his name? Why am I? I'm thinking all these white dudes who have been our bachelors who look the same with their mashed potato. Why faces. am I blanking on it right now too? It's not Clayton. Colton. 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 God, dude. Clayton. Said he what was is wrong with us, man? That's We've been right. doing this show for too long. Last week. What's that? I thought we talked about Clayton being interested in Jess like some other time. No, I don't think we did. I think we talked about the girls' trip though, right? We did. Yeah. And, um, but I didn't even realize it, but Jess is really hot. Like, I feel like she wore weird outfits or like did her makeup or something weird ways when she was on Zach's season. Dude, she was a sleeper all the way until she left. Like, you know, I, d- d- that's why it was so weird when she left. I'm like, she literally, uh, uh, all right, this is the way I'm, I'm going to explain it, but it seemed like she was kind of at the, bottom of the pecking order of these of the contestants when she was there right you know why she was getting in her head and all that stuff but right but i think like the reason why it was such a big deal is because like she actually was like a top contender because she's like super hot you know what i'm saying and like you know sometimes the treat tv doesn't translate that well like you know if i see someone on tv or in real life like i don't know how to explain it like you know a girl could be wearing like like very baggy clothes and some and guys just like can be like uh, I can kind of assume what's underneath here like she's what what she might be working with you know <laughs> um, and yeah. uh I think that's kind of like the same kind of scenario that was happening with Jess like because I just didn't see it and now I'm seeing these pictures of her like out like you know with the girls and all that stuff I'm like damn like that girl like I if I if she looked like this, like in the beginning, I would have thought she would have made it to the end. But yeah, I don't so- know. Yeah, I agree. Cause like, I feel like I've looked at her Instagram, which obviously like people can edit and do whatever and like definitely know their angles and poses and shit for like Instagram. But like, uh, yeah, I felt like even from like the videos and stuff, I'm like, she just doesn't. I didn't know she had body. That's all I'm trying to say is like, she's got body. She's like, not, not just that, but she's beautiful. And, um, I don't know, like it just, maybe it's a glow up post show glow up. I mean, we've seen it happen before, but, um, yeah, anyways, that, that happened. So interesting little combo to end it right there. What do you guys think? I don't know. Like, do you, did you, did you know that Jess was super hot or attractive or whatever way you want to? Was a hidden baddie. <laughs> hidden baddie. Um, how do you feel about Serene and Brandon's breakup? Were you sad? Did you see it coming? I thought I did. Um, should I we did do? Yeah, should we do Bachelor in Paradise Canada season? Uh, you know, on the off season here, should we recap that? Let us know what you guys think. Would you be interested in that? Um, did you know who Sam and Spencer were? Because I still don't. I'm gonna have to Google what they look like. 
Um, but we're giving you what we got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, guys, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Make sure you're also finding our podcast. I forgot to shout that out at the beginning. But we got the podcast for y'all. This past week, it was blowing up for some reason. I don't know. Sometimes, like, those spikes happen, and I'm like, what? was it like you know that brings mm. all these people but we were up like 250 percent or something like that um in the month so guys keep finding the podcast you get to listen to more if you enjoy this then you're it, you're getting pretty much like double if not triple the show on the podcast audio portion of it so let us know what you think leave a comment we'll shout you out next week uh and uh that that'll do it uh v why don't we get into something we like to call around here crickets what do we got speaking of taylor swift um she you know right now the big rumor since in her in her single dumb is that she's with 19 the 1975's leading man matt healy Okay, Which is, I like 1975. Have they dated before? So they haven't dated before, um, but they like have been friendly in, I guess, like they, they had relationship rumors back in like 2014-ish. They, um, they were set up by, um, what's his name? Jack, Jack Antonoff. Antonoff. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know... I can see that there, but good lord! Like, can these celebrities not just be single for a second? Well, like, we don't. I mean, it's not confirmed, but the the things that make people think that it is is that you know the Sun reported it. Um, people are saying that Taylor Swift and Joe Allen broke things off back in February, and like her and Healy have been, you know, hanging out. He was, uh, I guess, he played a, he, at a performance in Philippines. He uh, played the song She's American and said she sure is. Um, And then I guess people saw him mouthing like, this is about you, I love you or something like that. And then during uh, one of her sets of Cardigan, like her playing the song Cardigan, she also said that like did the same people think they saw her mouth the same like, this is about you. I love you kind of thing. And so we were like, Oh my God. And he's been seen and he performed with Phoebe Bridgers opening her national shows. And he's been like in the VIP tents dancing along, sing along to her song. So people think they're together, which is kind of a crazy, crazy combo in my opinion. But I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I know she said it before in the past, like, you know, in an interview or something I've seen, but it's you would think that like someone like Taylor would thrive off of a moment, like especially after a breakup, to be able to be like, no, I'm just going to focus on myself. I got these yeah, tours. Yeah, especially and, with this crazy ass tour. Like, yeah, she's going to be like, you know, like, like I am not seeing anybody, guys. Like literally, just I wouldn't want these rumors going around. Like as I just broke up with someone and stuff, it could look bad, you know. Um, it, but it just always seems like it's like like they already had someone lined up right after like before they broke up with the last one. So, right. Um, so like, and if the timeline does check out that like actually her and Joe broke up in February and then, you know, she started hanging out with Matt who she's known for years. Then, Rebound. I mean, yeah. I mean, it could, it could be, a, I mean, he's kind of chaotic. So like I could see it. I mean, and maybe, maybe it's just a, Little Tory rebound. Who's to say? Who's mm, to say? Mm. Uh, what else we got going on? So speaking of which, she also announced that she is 
releasing her re-recorded version of Speak Now um, coming out July 7th. You know, this was a big album that she wrote when she was 18 to 20-ish. Um, and I think it has, you know, different references to many of her formative boyfriends, I would say, of that of that era. Um, so it's a it's a good one. I guess the album will have 22 tracks, uh, including six brand new ones from The Vault. The original one had 14 tracks, Deluxe at 20, et cetera, et cetera. So um, interesting to see, you know, she loves a, she loves a slow reveal. She's been kind of doing Easter eggs of the color purple and all the different things with her different parts of that era in her show. So Dude, makes- she, this, this whole like product of her, of Taylor Swift is just pure genius. Like to mm-hmm. have like this, what is it? What is this tour called? Eras tour. Eras tour. So like not only that, but she's reintroducing all her past stuff to her audience that already knows it. But like, right. you know, reminding as she's like coming out with these albums re reproduced to sound exactly the same. So, you know, you're going to listen to it to just to hear right. if there's a difference. Never really is. It sounds exactly the same. Like, have you ever listened to any that you're like, this sounds different. Some of them you could hear her, like some of like, I think, what was it? Fearless. The ones that she's done, like some re-recordings of some of that or whatever. There's some stuff that I was like, okay, well it just, her voice sounds older. Cause she's not like, 15 yeah but that's about it but it almost seems like something you would want to do (laughs) like to be like oh god like as an artist you're like i maybe we love the songs as the listener but like as an artist you'd be like i would love to go back and re-release that song with like my version of it now well and that's like what i mean ali and aj who were went through the disney machine they like re-released some of their songs like that they released when they were like once again like 18 teenagers and stuff like that and like in their new style in their new production style i just would think that more people would want to do it i just think taylor swift has enough money and backing behind her to get the song sounding good because it would be terrible to re-release a song and it sound worse than the original like that's like what you're trying not to do so at the very least, what they're doing with their albums are trying to make it sound exactly the same, if not better. You know, right? The, like kind of like a tangent would be like how these like Disney movies are coming out, or any type of reboot or remake that comes out, and you're like, okay, yeah, we can remake anything, but like, what's the point of remaking these things if they're not going to be better than the original? You know, right? So. Um, and I think it's reflecting on the way they're kind of being receptive or the public's like, you know, receiving all those remakes and stuff. But anyways, uh, outside of Taylor Swift news, is there anything else going on? So Drew Barrymore pulls out, pulled out from hosting the MTV uh, Movie and TV Awards. Uh, she plans on returning in 2024. She's doing this to support the writer strike that is currently going on in Hollywood. Uh she said that, you know, I've listened to writers and in order to truly respect them, I will pivot from hosting the MTV movie and TV awards live in solidarity with the strike. Everything we celebrate in honor about movies and television is born out of their creation. And until a solution is reached, I'm choosing to wait, but I'll be watching from home and hope you will join me. Um, so that I feel like Lala Kent and a couple of other like, which it's funny because she's like from an unscripted show. Um a couple other folks have like been pulling out of like attending or presenting. So right now I don't even know. I don't even know when this show, like when that was, what's the point. Uh, I, I just don't understand 
what's the point of being like, I'm not going to host it, but I'm going to be watching it at home. Like, right. And, yeah. and, and what makes Drew Barrymore so confident that they're going to have her back next year? They're like, yeah, we understand you're putting us in a really tight position. We'll have you back next year. Like, I guess she said that like MTV was like really supportive or whatever. I don't know. Um, something of that degree, but, um, but yeah, Weird. so definitely um, there's still going a lot on with that writer strike and, uh, because you know, of folks wanting to get more because those streaming residuals, I guess, are notoriously awful. So you know what's funny about something like this too? It's like to do to make such a big deal about not. I almost think it's like this might be probably it might bring more eyes to the show just to see if it like is a train wreck or like if it's nothing. You right. know, a lot of these award shows now like. They're filled with people that you don't really even know because like the actual people that are like talent and all this stuff won't even go to those award shows anymore, you know? Right. So it'll be interesting to kind of see like what ends up happening. So I'd be interested to see the numbers after post the movie awards to see like if it was any worse or better than previous years. Hmm. Um, what else we got? So, uh, Chloe Kardashian, I guess she hasn't completely confirmed this to the public, but people have figured it out from different things that uh, were posted from Psalm, Kim's uh, kid's fourth birthday and stuff like that, that her kid's name, her son, her baby son, um, is named Tatum Robert Thompson because she's like been notoriously holding the name back, which I just think is it's interesting because you live in such a high publicity situation and all of your you know, siblings, kids names are out there. Your first kid's name is out there. So I, I, it's just, it's a fascinating. And I don't know if it's just like the slow reveal for the new season of Kardashians or what, but I'm sure. Um, and I don't know if that's the move though. Like it's, it's almost seems like so pretentious. Like it's not, right. even, not even protective, like pretentious, like, right. Because at this point I'm like, okay, the name's Tatum. Which so it starts with a T, just like True and just like Tristan, and then Robert, like after your your dad and your brother. Tatum Thomas sounds like a famous person name though. The Robert part kind of messes it up, but. Eh. Well, I mean, it's not like he's gonna go by the Robert part. I mean, that's just his middle name. Yeah, uh, well, at least she got a little bit of her family in there. You know, it's like all right, right. well, you're gonna have your stupid ass last name. I'm gonna have my little stupid ass middle name in here so right. um, tatum thomas sounds like jonathan taylor thomas it does a little you're yeah. right just rolls off the tongue like that but um tt what uh anything else we got yes you brought this up because i totally forgot about it but ed sheeran won his thinking out loud copyright infringement lawsuit um where you know that his win says that he did not copy marvin gaye's 1973 hit let's get it on for his song um, and I guess he said that he really thinks it's based on like the jury seeing the whole, the evidence of like 101 songs have that same chord sequence and that's just scratching the surface. Uh, but you know, I think, I think it's an interesting thing to see with how, I mean, we've talked about on here before with Olivia Rodrigo and how like she like, you know, got permission and I think might have even put like Paramore on the credits. That's of- after she was caught, though. Right. And then but then there's like other things like I know um, 
with Fletcher with uh, one of her songs that samples or takes from. There's this um, thing called interpolation where yeah. it's like you, it's not like you're sampling the song or you're straight up like remaking the song. Like you're kind of like taking elements of it to make a, your new song. And it right. happens all the time, especially in today. But it's just getting harder and harder because like there's only so many chords and so many ways and so many, you know, it's, it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm conflicted with this case because to me, that song sounds like let's get it on, you know? Uh, it's, I mean, we saw the same type of thing happen, except I think it was like actually the Marvin Gaye family suing, um, Robin Thicke and Pharrell and, uh, TI for that, um, blurred lines case. And they won this one. I don't think it was the family suing Ed Sheeran. It was like whoever owns something, but regardless, like this one actually does sound like to me like let's get it on so but as a music creator myself it's i like the outcome of this case because it it just kind of lets us be um be creators like you know what i'm saying like you don't want to be you if you're not intentionally stealing you want to be intentionally creating Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be like limited by all these different aspects like it's just a really weird territory we're in right now um you know especially with things like ai you know right these people are signed making us sign contracts like for actors like they're making you sign contracts now that like able to use ai on your voice you know forever and then they're putting weird terminology in these contracts like and any anywhere in the universe so it's like if we end up going to like mars and populating that planet this contract will hold up on mars because it's anywhere in the universe like we're gonna get to this point like in the future where they're just like we can use your voice in any universe in any universe if we for it's like they'll just make up things if we go back in time in any timeline, they're going to write these in these contracts where they're like, we That's can use crazy. your voice. But it's scary out there, man. Um, so it's, 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 it'll make people not want to create, you know? It'll make mm. people not want to create music. If I mean, he was threatening to quit music. <laughs> he was like, if I yeah. lose this case, I am retiring from, from being a singer-songwriter. <laughs> so um, good thing that didn't happen. With that being said... Ed Sheeran released an album this last week, like an extended, I think, of his deluxe or deluxe of his album. And I just haven't heard anything yet. Like, I don't know what he's on these days. Like, as far as maybe this is like the music he wants to be making, but it's not really resonating to me like past Ed Sheeran has. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big Ed Sheeran fan. Big Ed Sheeran guy. And I did kind of, I was feeling his song, but the slapper I ended up picking, um, I ended up liking more. So, um, but yo, V, what made you go yikes this week? Well, I have two yikes. This one is more of like, just like a weird yikes where Robert De Niro um, has welcomed his seventh child at the age of 79, which is just like, to me, screams male privilege uh, in the sense of like he has the ability to do that um, he I guess he has um, he has six other kids that so Drena and Raphael is from his first marriage to Diane Abbott they're both like 51 and 46 um, and then he has twins Julian and Aaron 
with Tukey Smith, who he never married. And then he has Elliot, and they're 27. Then he has Elliot, 25, Helen Grace, 11, with Grace Hightower, who he was with from 1997 to 2018. And he's also a grandfather of, obviously, some of those older kids' kids. Um, and then he, I guess they were in some interview uh, called About My Father, which is releasing at the end of this month, May 26th. And the reporter was talking about, you know, his six kids, and he corrected her saying, seven, actually, I just had a baby, um, which is crazy town. Um, I don't really know who the mom of that baby is, but that's crazy. I mean, um, he must have a wife, he, right? Huh? He must have a wife or something, right? I, I, yeah, How I does know. someone as popular as Robert De Niro not like how do we not know who he's married to who he has children with i mean who- we i just said the other people of the other the moms of the other six kids but i don't know because i don't know who this new one is from because he separated um grace hightower in 2018 so i don't know who he's with me right now wow well i think he's in a race with uh nick cannon yeah for real um what else we got but uh so Chris Brown and Usher, I guess, got in, allegedly got into an altercation on Friday night at Chris Brown's 34th birthday party. I guess they were at uh, Roller Rink, Skate Rock Roller Rink in Las Vegas uh, for the party. And, uh, you know, Usher has been Chris Brown's friend and mentor in some ways for many years. And I guess hosted the party saying happy birthday to him, blah, blah, blah. Um, I guess... Chris Brown went outside to talk to Tiana Taylor, who was also there. And I guess she ignored him and he got angry, which woof. Um, and I guess Usher tried to speak to him and I guess he got upset and like skated away, whatever. Um, and then I guess a witness told TMZ that they saw Usher emerge from behind a string of charter buses in the parking lot with what appeared to be a bloody nose. So uh, is, seems- this, is this for real? I don't know. We don't. We don't have any like nothing is like totally. Because they look like they were they were fine. Like they might be fine now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like one of those things where it's just like it's very interesting. Like I don't know. They keep talking about like Chris Brown getting in these scuffles and stuff, but I just I just don't see him getting in one with Usher. Right. That seems crazy. Like I mean, they're good pals. I guess Usher, you know, hosted him this party. And, like, he was sort of his mentor, like, you know, in that space. But I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully hopefully things are good between them and hopefully there wasn't any physical violence. Yikes. Well, um, V, I do have a question for you. Sure. What are you watching? I actually didn't watch, like, a lot this past week. I was watching with my family. Um, It's the NBA playoffs and it's the NHL playoffs. So a lot of basketball, hockey. We watched the entire live stream for my brother's graduation, which that was, I don't know why we did that. Um, and we, I've also started just barely, like I'm only like halfway through the first episode, but uh, Netflix decided to capitalize on their Bridgerton lore by making like sort of a prequel situation called Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. And it's about the queen. And of course, a lot of this is all has some loose relations to like the real monarchy back in the day and it's loosely talks about how like the real king george had some sort of mental illness that people believed could have been a bipolar disorder that you know kind of led to 
um, some of his craziness. So it's kind of like her relationship coming over from Germany and, you know, being wed to him and stuff like that and how it ties into the modern, as in I can, I say this with quotes, modern, as in the modern storyline of the Regency area era that the most of those uh, shows are over. So it's, it's an interesting take. Definitely. It was all like, they're like, how can we continue keeping people involved in these characters in between like regular seasons? And um, I mean, I think they did a good job casting. But, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's smart. They do in, what are they called? Like special presentations. Like they're, you yeah. know, they're, they're what it's not like a, a movie. It's just like a long show. Yeah. <laughs> which essentially yeah. is a movie. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what's up. Cool. Cool. But sigh. Yeah. What have you been? Uh, uh, you know, same. I hadn't watched too much. You know, I've been making movies. Uh, so I've been out here creating. But this one's going to sound crazy. This one's called multifacial. I did have an immature <laughs> giggle when I saw it. <laughs> um, ironically, I watched it today, actually. It's a 1995 like short film mm-hmm. written, produced, and directed Mm-hmm. by Vin Diesel. And what? It was it was his first thing that he really made. He made it. And it's called Multifacial and it's a very interesting movie about him like auditioning for different things and and it's like literally I don't know if I related to it because like I watched it but it's just him being going for these roles that like don't quite fit him but like he can be like he can do all the roles like he's playing like a black guy in one he's playing a spanish guy an italian person in another mm. a, a rapper in this one he's just like was flexing all his skills it made me want to make like a like a i probably wouldn't call it multifacial but something like that where i'm like going <laughs> off for different auditions and stuff but um i would recommend it it's on youtube it's called multifacial it's a it's a an interesting look at vin diesel back in the day that's crazy you know and he did something really really cool i think for 1995 i think he'd only been doing i think his first like direct uh like uh debut his like feature from like debut was in 1997 so between 1995's multifacial and 1997's um debut that's when steven spielberg like put him in saving private ryan in 1998 Mm. so it's like it's crazy the career and then from there like now he's in pretty much all these huge franchises doing yeah, voice true. acting and stuff it's like it's just incredible to me someone like vin diesel yeah, he is group yeah at one point he was the highest paid actor you know really ever. yeah that's nuts so uh yeah i mean he's been down a vin diesel rabbit hole it seems i mean it's just it's just i mean it's i have to do these type of things he was an actor and like he's got one of the biggest franchises out right now and he's in full control of that and um you know those are the type of moves like you know me i'm behind i'm a producer i'm an editor i'm behind the camera um and i want to make stories i want to be i want to be in the stories but i also want to you know create stories with people and stuff right and um just seeing how someone like vin diesel he, he, he's very multi-talented and uh so yeah that's what i watch so you check it out it's on youtube so just check it out multi-facial vin diesel 
Uh, all right. Well, let's get into our slapper of the week. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> yeah, this week's slapper of the week. Like, I went through new music. I wasn't too impressed by anything except for this. This was Russ, um, the rapper, but he's singing. It's called Fire. Uh, <laughs> you got to love it when you name your song Fire. Uh, and, uh, but. It has this like vibe. It starts off like Dreams by uh, Fleetwood Mac. So it has a very Fleetwood Mac feel like to the instrumentation of it, which got me. I love, I'm a huge fan of Fleetwood Mac. So, uh, yeah, me too. So yeah, check out this song. It's called Fire by Russ. Uh, he's singing on it, so he's not rapping on this one. Uh, so I'm, check it out. Yeah, because I feel like I saw it because so he kind of, um, <laughs> he kind of like found... That some of his songs, like people on TikTok or Book Talk, the niche of TikTok, where it's about a lot of like these like uh, books and smut books, like the romance novels that women and other folks like to read. And he like, I don't know if this was one of the songs, because I know he like wrote a couple of like songs, raps that he released recently um, that were like kind of like his deep dive into that. Interesting. It's funny that you say that because like right now I'm almost finished reading his book. (laughs) Um, It's called Get Out of Your Way. And it's just really interesting because Russ is one of those people that uh, just stayed independent. And because of that and and had like a really crazy work ethic. And because of that, he owns all his own music. He's created his own fan base and he will reap the benefits of all that. For and he's the rest based of his out of life. here, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he's here in Atlanta. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, Russ, uh, becoming a bigger, bigger fan of him as time goes on. Uh, I did. It's like I'm reading his book. He's slapper of the week, but it's not even like that. Like I'm not like just out here trying to get Russ. You're stuff. a Russ fanboy, admit it. I'm a Russ stan. Um, <laughs> no, I. Uh, I just, you know, He's, you're simping over us. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm a rustin. I'm a rustin. Um. All right. Well, V, do you got any uh, shout outs this week? Yes, I wanted to shout out my parents for their 31st anniversary. It is today as we are recording. So nice. <laughs> happy anniversary to them. Happy anniversary. Um, and then I wanted to shout out our pals. For their wedding this upcoming weekend, uh, it's wedding week for Taylor Marie and Ray. Hell yeah! Um, the future Diaz's. Oh. So, you know, can't it's gonna be to a good with. time. We gonna have some fun. Yeah, can't wait to party. Yeah, I got I got wedding this weekend and next weekend, so it's kind of like wedding season full effect. You know for what it is. Sure. Um, well, I would like to shout out the cast and crew this last week on, on our short film, Car to Mom. Uh, the cast was really great, you know, getting to get to know them. We were like a family. By the end of it, I felt really sad leaving them. Um, but I'm sentimental like that. Like other people could just walk off and just be like, yep, that was in the Other best. people are heartless. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but... Specific- You're a lover boy. Yeah, you know, but specifically two people like Harika, like she was the director of it and she just like believed in me. Yeah, you know, I, 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 the whole time I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know why you picked me. And she's like, you know, no, you're great. Like, you know, you're bringing this energy to this film that, you know, no one else could. So I really appreciate that. And then, uh, un- like the lead of, of this film, uh, her name is Richa and she plays like, you know, 
the the main person in this film and she was just so sweet and um and was like a great friend of mine on 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 set so shout out to them and then i just want to shout out my mom uh it's mother's day on sunday right it is mother's day we did a faux mother's day for my mom this past weekend we're all together well yeah that's that's sweet um happy mother's Mother's day Day, mom (laughs) marty to all the mamas out there there. belated birthday shout out to front of the show Kelly Johns, she turned 30 this oh, past Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kelly Johns. Um, yeah, so, you know, shout out to all the moms out there. Uh, I would typically go down for Mother's Day because, you know, I feel like that's all a mom wants on that day is just to see her kids and be happy. But, uh, you know, wedding season is upon us and stuff, and uh, it's just one of those times. Uh, and I, as, as I'm becoming an actor, it's also, like, very – it's an interesting thing to – be scared to make plans in the future, you know, or to take trips and stuff. Cause every time I, I, I schedule or like because of these weddings or something is scheduled in the future, it's like, I, I won't like submit myself for auditions because I'm like, I know if I get this, I won't be able to. And then I add anxiety to myself because I, I got this role and I have this thing coming up and I got to mm. go to it. So it's like, it's almost like you want to keep yourself available in case, I don't know. It's just the struggles of an actor. Um, but, you know, with I this, think anybody can relate to that. Yeah. You know, just trying to figure sure. out how to balance But with the writer's strike right now, it's a little slower and quieter in the acting True. front. So, um, but yeah, anyways, uh, I love your mom. Happy Mother's Day. Um, shout out to Claudia, too. Happy Mother's Day to your mom. Happy Mother's Day. Um, all right. Well, that's our show. Uh, that's just going to have to do it, you know. Uh, we'll be at a wedding this weekend, so hopefully we'll have some fun stories to tell. Um, yeah, maybe we'll be at the same table together. Hmm. Yeah, it's an actual weekend where me and V will be hanging out in person. If we are Crazy. at the same table together, that'd be great, too. That would be amazing. Yeah, um, because... Why wouldn't they do that? I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, and then instead of our names, it's like it's like future bachelor and then they put our dates names, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, all right, guys. Well, I hope uh, you have a good weekend. Have some fun. Be safe. Uh, you know we love you. Uh, it's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces! Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bachelor Podcast.